Inherently Happy, Episode 207, Growth Happy. First, the Happy Creed. We believe in happy, in balance and growth, of being mindful and grateful, compassionate and understanding. Yowza ha ha, my happy friends. Hold on, just a little pep talk for myself first. Be present, be helpful. You like it, they like it, everybody's happy. Okay, ready. The constant need for improvement is overrated a lot, especially since growth happens whether you like it or not. You can wish grass didn't grow as fast as to always need mowing, or that age didn't weaken that back that you're forever throwing. But wishes aren't commands. There's no genie or magic trout. They're just the ideal scenarios we daydream about. If they don't come to pass, then they were merely children's stories told to captivate. But if they do actually occur, then they're proclaimed as premonitions of fate. But they're no more prophetic than fortune cookies are. The universe just happens to be coincidentally bizarre. I myself want to have the resources to do the most good and identify myself as someone who pitched in where he could. So that means I have to try to dig deep, face myself, and grow, and share those discoveries with anyone who wants to know. Not to create little automatons, blind followers, or a possessed mob, but to let them apply similar tactics to each hobbier, hobbier job. Should I start over again because I made a mistake? Eh, we'll push through. We're growing, right? I don't know if that's growth. Anyway. I respect a person's life enough to let them be who they like. I don't want them changing for me because if they do, that's their first strike. So I may be a little growth happy, always trying to evolve as if I were the axis around which the universe should revolve. Well, my universe maybe, but no, not really, though I do try to grow, learning new things, questioning my perspective and what I think I know. Like, I know that rhymes are a quick and cute way to move the plot along. And if I were to suddenly add music, then each poem becomes a song. But maybe they can be too cute sometimes. So let's take a break to talk about Happy Jim and Callus McGee. Jim wants to grow. He wants to stay out of his comfort zone long enough to find new comforts. While Callus wants to make sure that the whole world suffers just as much as he has. Callus is stuck and he'll fight you if you try to unstick him. So Jim has to be patient and let growth happen slowly. It actually takes a lot of effort to remain stuck, like Callus. So eventually, Jim hopes, he'll stop fighting. fighting. Ha-ha! Is this growth? So eventually, Jim hopes, he'll stop fighting it so hard. Dealing with the anger that I feel and not acting on it, that, I think that is growth. Of course, to Callus, Jim's the one fighting hard to deny his own savage nature. Arr. One defends being justifiably mean, while the other believes we're inherently happy. Funny thing is, Jim doesn't deny the urge to be mean at all. He just doesn't act on it, is the thing. He lets it stay firmly rooted in fantasy, and never lets it enter into his or anyone else's reality. Now some may worry that the line between imagination and action is too thin, and should be kept free of things that endanger the safety of others. But each of us 
and we're going to try this one again already. But each of us, subjected to enough stress, could start behaving badly. We have to assess our own risks and act according to our own judgment. Jim lets fantasy be free and keeps it separate from reality. Just because others may blur the line doesn't change, doesn't change Jim's integrity. Jim knows that movie violence isn't real violence and is, in fact, a good pressure release, a safety measure to prevent actual destruction. Callus doesn't watch movies. He thinks fake things are dumb. And perhaps this is why all his ideas become actions, no matter how crazy. If only he'd watch a few more movies now and again, he might be better off. Maybe we all would be. Eh, I, would normally, I would normally end right here. But I feel I have some questions for Jim and Callus. Jim first. Don't you ever just want to punch somebody who's being a jerk in the head? What's a jerk in the head? Jim asks. Is that like whiplash? No, don't you want to punch them in the head when they're being a jerk? Sometimes, Jim says, but I could hurt my hand. Or he could punch me back. Or other people could start punching other people because they see me do it. It's not worth it. And maybe the guy's upset and doesn't realize how much of a jerk he's being. Why ask him, Callus says. Ask me what I do to jerks. I bushwhack them. They never know who did it, and no one else ever has to know. And how does that feed into your glory, Jim asks of Callus. You need an audience. Sometimes, Callus says. But other times, it's funnier knowing they will always wonder what they did or who attacked them. <laughs> Some mystery, Jim says, when they see you grinning at them forever after. Uh, I got a question for you, Callus. Don't you worry about retaliation? Is that a threat? Callus asks. No, no, no. I would never. He'd just bushwhack you, Jim says. Jim! Oh, really? Callus says. Sounds like a challenge to me. This, I don't, you, we're kidding, Jim says. Right, Cal? Yeah, sure. Kidding, Callus says. I think I've learned something here today. When someone says they're kidding, they are? See, you're growing, Jim says. Ha ha. Yowza. <laughs>